a straw hat. In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's selling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing All Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Andrew, and here with me is number one Bellamy fan, Matt. Matt, how are you doing today? I I don't think I want to be a Bellamy fan. <laughs> I I know. The first message I get today is I hate Bellamy. <laughs> Fuck Bellamy. I, I think the exact I think the exact message <laughs> was was in response to like a, another conversation. Anyway, Bellamy is a dick. Bellamy's a and that's dick. how we started this until he became the saint of dicks. Richard Bellamy. <laughs> but Bellamy Bellamy's a not great, not fun. I mean, I love Bellamy, but not not because he's a nice person. <laughs> he is he does pirate job. He's he's the pirate, right? The pirate. He's the, he's the piratiest pirate in all of One Piece. It's just everyone else is doing something different. Yeah, they're just miss, missing the eye patch and they'll they'll be the pirate. But I'm so excited. I'm so excited, especially where we left where I left you off in this reading, where I left everybody off in this reading. I am so excited and I'm also so sorry. Yeah, I thought we were going to end at a, a different point. And yeah, no. then I saw where you actually left us off. And <laughs> OK, well, now we just got to get to next week. Now we definitely got to get to next week, but. Let's jump into chapter 226 because we are covering 226 to 234. Yes. 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 <laughs> We're going through chapter <laughs> 234 on my first time through One Piece. <laughs> Where we last left off was we were leaving the 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 town of Tortuga on Jaya. I don't know. It's Mock Town, but I'm going to call it Tortuga because like the name, I'm just going to make fun of it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's basically Tortuga. It's it's just Tortuga. It's Tortuga. I, if I if I had to guess, Pirates of the Caribbean one came out around this time. Maybe I don't know. It, it would have been afterward, yeah. So it'd definitely be post Pirates. Yeah. So its influence would have been for sure hitting. Oh yeah, it's we we really missed out on having like a real pirate re renaissance after the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. But that's either here nor there. Anyway, we have. We're, le we're leaving this place because it is a silly place. So Z Zolo, Nami and Luffy show back up at the ship after uh, Zolo and Luffy took their licks from Bellamy because uh, they, they just let Bellamy beat him up because they promised Nami no fighting. Uh, so uh, everyone back at the ship is like, oh, my God, is everyone OK? Chopper. Oh, no, they're injured. Call a doctor. Usopp, you are a doctor. <laughs> so we, we have this whole 180 on Nami mad that Z Luffy and Zolo wouldn't fight. Which confuses everyone that stayed behind. Because again, on leaving, it was Nami telling them not to fight. And them being like, yeah, we're going to fight everyone. Flipping to Luffy and Zolo like, it, it's not even worth it to even try to beat up these guys. And we'll we'll just let them do whatever they're doing. Because we just feel that much pity for them. Yeah. And Nami like, fight back. So it's like, uh, but did you find anything out about Skypea? Uh... So Robin returns with a new outfit. She went shopping for clothes and information on Skypea. 
Before we continue, I want to point out that in the background, Chopper has been transforming. Oh, yes. And calling out his cool moves or his cool transformations. So we get to see Guard Boost, where he's a big fluff ball. And we get to see Jump Boost, where he looks kind of like um, the, the, lo- the rabbits that we saw in Drum Island. Like big long arms, long torsos, very... Uh, very humanoid, very creepy. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I I like with with the guard boost. It's it's he goes into guard boost form and Usopp like self ketchup stars. <laughs> yeah, the ketchup star because Nami's uh Nami's man being all mad. Yeah, Nami's mad, and when it, when she starts looks in their direction because she, you know they're like the whole like did you find anything out about Skypea? She's like, why does anyone care about that? And there there's like so taken aback from her like anger that. Uh, Chopper does the floofy guard boost. I love <laughs> Chopper. Chopper's, Chopper's great. great. And like, then Usopp's there too. <laughs> I I really Usopp. am not into this whole like Usopp Chopper bromance. Maybe that's what's going to get me to like Usopp eventually. Maybe that's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. It's to put the the best character with the worst character, and it makes the worst character just a little bit better just by being in proximity. You know what? I can buy that. Their gags are really good because you can't tell me this scene of Chopper like guarding Usopp while Usopp is like covered in ketchup being like, ah, I'm dead. <laughs> uh, no, he's not guarding him. Chopper is behind Usopp. <laughs> Let's Even get that better. clear. But, Even no, better. but also like the gags like Chopper, call a doctor. You are a doctor. It's so, it's so classic. Yeah, no, their their goofs are are funny. But have you already noticed the change in his um design? In Chopper's design or Usopp's yep. design? Chopper's. What's what's changing? He actually, he actually has a head. It's not part of he's not a potato shape anymore. He has a round, cute head. He he does look more mascotty. He does look more mascotty. And it only keeps changing. For the better, granted. Because we get to see new hats eventually. It's great. It's wonderful. I can't wait for it. Can't wait I, I know for I've seen pictures of it. Chopper with other hats. I'm going to be very sad when we lose this hat, though, because it. Oh, it, you'll see it in the background. Sad. It's fine. It's classic. OK, we never this truly does feel get rid like of it. Good. Um, as Otis says, it's actually under all their hats. He's just like Team Fortress 2 hat of hatting here. <laughs> yes, just a hat on hats. Uh, we've gone but, way off topic for something yes. where we've gotten like three pages into the chapter. <laughs> There's just wait till we get to the last the last three pages. Oh, God. Um, but. Robin's back. Robin has a map of Jaya. She does. Yeah. Robin's great. Robin be productive. Robin's really productive because she's also found out about like some weirdo who talks about dreams on the other side of Jaya. And, you know, he probably knows what's up. So we are cool. We're going to head there now. And we run into another monkey salvage operation. Because how many of their, the, these could there be? Oh, two at least at, at least two we now at know of two. two monkey salvage operations we're gonna we're gonna keep track of them for a while or at least at least for a while like maybe they'll reoccur who knows like what happened to the first one but i love this one uh not only because of just the the cool singing but just the so like how we're introduced to how they're detecting ships is hilariously oh, ridiculous. Yeah, they, these these monkeys have echolocation, which is okay. I'll I'll just accept that monkeys have echolocation now. It's one piece. It's no, they're human. They say they say as much. 
Yeah, I, they are, but like, yeah, they're just hairy. He's he, they've never cut their hair. Yeah, he's twenty five and never cut his hair. Yes, but we're jumping a few pages. We're, we're jumping a few pages ahead. <laughs> the main thing is this is the salvage king of the sea for Sojo, uh, Shojo, and he calls Luffy a human fool. Where Luffy asks, "Well, what is he?" He's like, "I'm just twenty. I've just never cut my hair." And he's so pompous. He he is. Or at least I read him as pompous. Like I, I read him like if he's um. Oh no! I'm looking at the picture and I'm just like, this is Will Defoe when he was in the the recent live action. Uh, I was about to say Lion King, uh, Jungle Book movie that came out like a few years ago, several years ago. At this point, I haven't seen any Jungle Book movies, so. Oh, uh, the animated one I think is worth a watch. The live action, I mean. Eh. You can just, if you want to watch it, you can. But we're not starting a multi-show podcast right now. We're not. That's episode 22, not 32. We're, yeah, we're, we're, the main thing though is he's like, he doesn't even care about them because they look, they look, uh, they look weak. Yeah, and they're so plenty he's of like, them. He's going to be the next warlord. Yeah, he's going to be the next warlord because uh, have you heard someone defeated Crocodile? It's like, I guess I'm going to be the next one, you know, because of how strong I am any minute now. You may bask in amazement. Just bask in my glory. <laughs> Luffy is, uh, he thinks that's stupid and is not amazed. Well, if you got to pass, got to pay the troll toll. Uh, it's like, nope, you're just like that idiot. We had to beat up Masira. That's my brother. Uh, so he does like a bad Edamon impression, <laughs> which if you if you don't know who Edamon is, it's the singing monkey Digimon. Uh, who is. I, I just got a big Edamon impression from this guy. I I didn't make the connection, but as now that you say it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I see it. Yeah. Anyway, the sound waves from his singing start breaking up the boats, both boats, uh, and the Straw Hats are forced to retreat. Uh, back in Mocktown, Bellamy catches wind that some gold was discovered, and the guy the Straw Hats are going after, Mont Blanc Cricket, is involved. So uh, Bellamy's back in the mix now. We, we're going to have to deal with more Bellamy. So the Straw Hats take the long way around to Cricket's house, and he has this big plywood facade of a palace out front. But the rest of it is, is not. It's just a shack. And Chopper is absolutely devastated that it isn't real. <laughs> it's, it's such a good gag. It's so good. Um, and, we'll, and I'll point out something once, once you cover it. But like this is really, really good. It's very funny. You no, know, go go on, go ahead and hit it now because I'm, uh, I'm probably keep an, keep an eye on Sanji. Keep an eye on Sanji throughout oh. like this whole. Oh yes, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I definitely have things to talk about with Sanji on this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, good. It's it's really good. <laughs> yeah. So so Nami asks what this guy's dream was anyway, and so it's just that there was some lost gold on Jaya. That's huh. Where have we heard that before? You know, about gold being discovered. They find a storybook named uh, Nolan the Liar. Usopp likes the theme. Sanji yeah. reveals he read it as a kid. We get this backstory expansion that Sanji was born in the North Blue where the book was published. And Sanji quickly brushes past how he got to the East Blue and goes into how Nolan supposedly really existed. So instead of sad backstory exposition, we get this hard to read storybook. And <laughs> I'll be honest, 
the way Viz did the typesetting on this, because we're we're reading the official like Viz translation on the show and jump app. Uh, the way they did the typesetting on this made it literally a headache to read. And I I pretty much skimmed it. Yeah, um, it's 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 like cursive. That's really like like the lettering's really squished together. There's not a lot of spacing in between each letter. So the cursive font they decided to use, it do, does make it hard to read, especially on a phone, which is how I read. I imagine like in a physical book it might be a bit better, but I I would still have a hard time. I've got it on a big computer screen and it was awful. Yeah, then uh, def- especially yeah, no. with like the it, they tried to do this like storybook artwork and it just clashed. Yeah, because they did um, like this, the back white filling behind the t- font. I think they should have just kept the font like just regular or maybe a little fancy, but at least better spacing or all ca- if it was all capitals, maybe it might be better. But I do like the illustrations, though. I think Oda made a really cute children's book illustration, though. It, Even though if the story ends with a man being murdered, I don't think Oda should write fairy tales. He shouldn't write children's books. It just oh, doesn't really have a moral. So it, it's, uh, it's like don't uh, his- it's don't lie to your king else you die. <laughs> That's the moral. Don't lie to the government. Don't be. Yeah. Don't lie to the government. It, it's government That's propaganda. The yeah. There we go. Anyway, it's yeah. The Basically, Nolan leads his people to Jaya, prophesy them in gold. When they get to Jaya and there isn't gold, they kill him. The end. The end. So uh, Cricket apparently claims to be a descendant of Nolan. We cut to Bellaby's crew who they all know the tale since they're from the North Blue, uh, which is interesting given like their their attire. That tells us, I think, some things about the North Blue. So while while Nami and Usopp are having story time, uh, Luffy's looking in the water. Cricket shows up and pulls him under. So uh, Luffy's told to save uh, Usopp's told to save Luffy while Sanji fights Cricket. And we get fisticuffs. Well, you know, like heel to cuffs since it's all kicking, which turns to fist a gun when Cricket pulls out a gun and tries to shoot Sanji. Uh, Zolo's about to tag in, but huh? And we, we cut to, to Usopp saving Luffy and cr- look back and Cricket's collapsed on his own because he's got the bends from diving and resurfacing too fast. Also, he's part of the monkey crew for some reason. There's the monkey pirates, and it's Masira, Shoujo, and Cricket are like the heads of it. Yeah, like in a in a picture frame behind like Nami that they zoom in on. Yeah, also Cricket has like a tattoo. Yeah, really cool tattoo. What what's we we thankfully skip the misunderstandings over the straw hats helping Cricket. Also, no, Cricket has what looks like a tomato growing on his head, and we're going to just ignore this. He looks like a bald buff regular dude yeah no a chestnut came out of the water and attacked luffy 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 mentioned it they commented on the on the chestnut hair no i'm saying we're going to ignore it oh we are we're going to ignore it outside this comment we're just going to acknowledge it for the fans and move on but it looks (laughs) like there's just a goddamn tomato on his head it's so cool though good anyways yes it's like the banana gators is maybe he's maybe like you have banana gators and you have tomato monkeys luffy asks about sky island Cricket reveals that in addition to gold, Noland also believed, claimed there was an island in the sky. And we get not really sad Cricket backstory. He became a pirate because he hated his fa- he actually hated his family history. But after becoming a pirate and landing on Jaya, decided there was no escaping fate. So finding the treasure is actually a personal thing between him and the memory of Noland, which he feels ruined his life back home. Not about actually clearing the family name. Like he's 
he wants there to be a purpose to all the pain and suffering he had as a child. Uh, so, so why the monkeys? Oh, they're just fans. I want to point out during this whole during this whole exchange of like not super sad cricket backstory. Oh, yeah. Sanji's got like a thousand yard stare or something. Yeah. Sanji's just sitting in the back smoking, like looking just straight ahead, not even at the rest of the group where where they're all like enthralled by this cool story. It's really good. Uh, Matt, I do think you should reread that scene because uh, it is foreshadowing for Sanji. It's very good. It. Yeah, well, I mean, like Sanji just it, it everything is actually framed like looking like past Sanji, like him in the foreground and every uh, and everyone else in the background, uh, like in uh, not background. Yeah, yeah, this is the second time in this arc. Yeah. So, like, I, I can't help but be like, this is clear foreshadowing. We're going to get to like long term foreshadowing in a bit, too. Oh, yeah. Like, don't don't worry. I don't think it has. Co- it hasn't come up yet. <laughs> I don't think it ever will. I think it's just too reading too much in the stuff. Oh, no. I mean, I'm I thought that this Sanji backstory related to uh, uh, isn't it like related or whatever? Yeah. Or, or whatever. Uh, don't don't stop getting spoiled. <laughs> I thought it came out like much earlier. No, no, it's it's literally last two chapters. <laughs> oh, I, I thought there was more stuff with like all that. Oh, no, that, that's like a small little note thing. Uh, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. The, I'm not going to spoil vi- it. I'm not. I can't talk to you about it. Stop. I, it. Stop I, my, roommate, my roommate watched an episode of people there. So like, no, I no. you're you're thinking. No, that's those are completely different people. I know. I know what you're confusing it with. OK, I, I know. OK, I understand what you're mixing up. Yeah. Understandable. Completely understandable, honestly. <laughs> But okay, yeah, my, my roommate watched three episodes of Whole Cake Island once upon a time years ago, whenever that was coming out. So like, anyway, oh, it was a while ago. That's that's what I'm drawing from. Anyways, anyway, foreshadowing, foreshadowing, foreshadowing for later. Main thing is uh, the monkeys are just fans, which is like the weirdest. I, I don't know why they're included. I don't know why they exist. Don't do like fan, really- fanboys of pirates and stories are like all over the place. We'll see more. Stay tuned. There's a Johnny and Yosaku of this arc. Yeah, <laughs> they're so good. We get this sentimental stuff about comrades lifting a man's heart, a man's heart. But for whatever reason, Luffy's having none of it. He just wants to go to Sky Island. So they, they dig out Nolan's sailing log and he has a count of meeting someone with a jet ski powered by strange Sky Island tech. Yes. Is that like the dials or whatever? I don't know. Stay tuned. That that's just like my guess for whatever that that stuff is. I don't know much about those, but I've heard of them anyway. Here here's what I know. And then he's like, all right, so here's what I know about Skyland. Um, no, uh, cricket talking They're like sometimes on the sea, it gets dark. They're like, yeah, we know a giant show up. Like, Forget about the giants. We don't know anything about them, <laughs> which goes back to a whole like our discussion last episode about Usopp's lie about beating the giants. Anyway, the darkness is clouds. It's a special super dense cloud. It's the Emperor Imperio Nimbus, whatever shit. Uh, it's a special dense cloud that the Sky Island likely rests on. We once again reference the knockup stream for how to get there. It's basically like this geyser from like a deep sea volcano or something. But One Piece's pirate science, pirate science graph is like sketch at best. So there, there should be a window tomorrow. And so the monkeys are going to reinforce the ship. Everyone's partying and we see in the dead of night Bellamy's crew just like rolling up quiet. Cricket is telling these Nolan stories when, oh, wait, shit, we forgot to mention you need a Southburn. 
Because remember, we, we know that it's happening south of here, but compasses don't work in the Grand Line. So we have to navigate to the knock upstream. So you need a south bird. It, it, birds have a sense of direction. It, it lets you go south. Which none of that makes sense to me because I thought bird direction sense is based off magnets. And if compasses don't work because magnets, I feel like that should fuck with birds. Um, hey, it's it's one piece science. OK, it's ocean science. It's pirate science. It just works. OK. Oh, yeah. We, we just went over pirate science is sketchy at best. Yeah. 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 But this is like he's saying, like, oh, you got to get this bird like while like um, a cannon went through like the top of the fake uh, castle wall. Wait, is it like a snipe hunt? I didn't catch I didn't catch that it was supposed to be like a snipe hunt thing. No, like so Bellamy fires a rocket into the thing while they're telling the story. Yeah, or that they need the when they need the bird. Like they're being attacked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, you need to go into the jungle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought they were still like talking about the. Uh... No, it became nighttime. Yeah. So like time pat like between the chapters time passed. Uh, it's very unclear because it. It literally took me this reading to realize, oh, it's nighttime during the remaining chapters. OK. Yeah, no, well, no, it is. It's uh, as soon as we get to them, like telling Nolan stories and talk about the South Bird, it's it's nighttime. Yeah. Like they show off like the couple like pieces of gold that they found, which, again, like that's important for later that they found some pieces of gold that they think prove that there is some gold somewhere like that. Yeah, that at least if anything there was a civilization of gold in the past on Jaya. Yeah. It may not be the same as whatever Nolan was talking about, there was, but there was something. But yeah, it's Luffy and the crew get sent off into the jungle at night and jungle is dicks. Jungle. Jungle is just dicks. It's the, the bird is just a dick. Birds are evil. Bird pranks, man. You know, it's bird pranks. Oh, yeah. the, the, bird, the birds are capable of pulling pranks. So they split into three groups and we get a bunch of jungle gags. Nami hates bugs, but Usopp's good with bugs because he's weird loner. Zolo, <laughs> we get we get a Zolo bad with directions joke, and we get like Luffy and Chopper can't remember what they're doing. Uh, jung, jungle is just cursed. Uh, the the South Birds are we we see that the South Birds are actually commanding the insects to defeat the Inalopsers. There's only one South Bird, singular. Yeah, there's one South Bird and it's commanding the insects. It's a dick. It's a dick. It, it's like it literally because Chopper is translating and this bird's like, those who enter my forest shall die. Like it just being literally the worst. Yeah. <laughs> being over dramatic, if anything. It also does this constant like arm pump up thing that that's just like, yeah, I'm the best. I'm the best. And like puffy up its chest. It's, it's just like a dick toucan. It's he's he wants all the Fruit Loops for himself. <laughs> Silly too, can Fruity Loops are for kids. Anyway, Bellamy shows up to Cricket's house to steal his stuff, <laughs> and he and his boy boing fruit, which like turns him into springs, like completely mess up Cricket and the monkeys. So they take the gold and leave, and he has this same kind of like might makes right dreams or dumb thing that Crocodile had going on that we. Like we saw him do it last episode too. He's just still doing it. Yeah. Do okay. He, yeah. Bell, Bellamy's being the real like, ah, dreams suck. Get good. I don't know. 
really I hate yeah. it. I, I think it would have more impact if we hadn't just seen Crocodile doing this. That that's I think why I'm not as super into it is because we just had Crocodile doing this, and Crocodile just was better at it. Yeah, cro- Crocodile's just really good. It's hard to follow up Crocodile, honestly, which is why we have Bellamy. It's why like he like Bellamy like we'll get there, but like. I think it fits with Bellamy just because like, oh, we're tired of it. And Luffy's also tired of people like like Crocodile, except worse. Yeah, except just more dicks and less deserving of being dicks, because <laughs> at least Crocodile was a warlord. Like he he took over a country. He had all this organization under him. Like he he earned his villainy. Bellamy's just kind of a dick. Bellamy's just a self-entitled perk from the North Blue. Yeah. Just a self-entitled rich boy from North Blue. Anyway, uh, Luffy's like Luffy sees graffiti of Bellamy's Jolly Roger sprayed on um, after they come back and see that the Montblanc family is defeated. He's like, I'll be back by sunrise. <laughs> so we go, we, we cut back to Jaya and one of Bellamy's dudes or he's just like a hanger on. Uh, he's peeing off the docks and the morning newspaper Pelican comes in. Yes, uh, we finally get to see it. I think this do. is the first time we get to see because uh back in whiskey peak or no uh at the beginning of Al- drum island drum yeah it was that the beginning of drum island where we were quite or you were questioning like how they got like the news and stuff this is yeah. how these pelicans just fly around the world dropping off mail like at the perfect time like uh, uh literally magic. at plot time pirate science literally at plot time yeah yeah they're they're plot birds uh bird pranks yeah well uh, he also has the new wanted posters and the dude sees the straw hat posters. Oh, the, the bird has a cute hat. I love it. It's literally in like a postman outfit. It's got a bag and everything. Oh, yeah. It, I'm, it's I, a, I do apologize for, for missing that. As I, you should. They are a professional. He he is a professional. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, the, the guy's like the guy sees the straw hat pictures. And he's like, ha, 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 I wonder what's like up with them. And he recognizes them. And then he's like surprised that there are 100 million berries. So he goes, blah, 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 blah. And he comes in uh, to the inn where Bellamy is. who are all like celebrating, stealing all that gold. And they're like, hey, uh, you got to hide before they kill you. <laughs> so it's like the fuck you want about. And he shows he shows them the wanted posters. And there's this just kind of like collective silence before everyone starts like kind of freaking out, man. While Bellamy goes on this like fake poster copium ride. <laughs> just in time for Lucian Luffy to show up Bellamy where are you so Luffy uh, Bellamy like comes out because he still is on this whole oh it's all fake copium thing yeah and Luffy doesn't ask he doesn't ask he demands Bellamy return the gold they're my friends taking their gold back Bellamy is like I don't care if you're worth a hundred or not I'm still better than you he starts bouncing around and Luffy just dodges easily and he starts like bouncing around, destroying like everything, doing almost like a like Captain Kuro style, like bounce around, go super fast and really hard to see. Ha ha. Can't touch me. <laughs> well, he's just standing there and Luffy goes, hey, want to see me land a punch? Kabam. Oh, it's Back. such a satisfying panel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this two page spread. It's oh, one of those so four fifth page spreads. And it's just him laying out Bellamy to the goddamn floor. And I I wrote like 
three three like three whole lines on this thing on just how the layout's really cool because we get this close up on Bellamy taking the bottom fifth of the page because he's been knocked down to the ground. Well, the the top like four fifth two page spread is just a cool like upwards looking angle of Luffy just dropping him so hard it ends the goddamn chapter. It's so good. And you can see the imprint of Luffy's face embedded into his fucking skull. Oh, it's so brutal. It it almost at first looked like it kind of looked like an elbow drop almost because like the way like Luffy's arm is it. It doesn't seem like the right angle for him to have knocked him down. But the next chapter, we see the dust start to clear and everyone sees Bellamy just on the fucking ground, pass the fuck out. While Luffy's just standing there with blood dripping down his hand. <laughs> Bellamy's blood. Because uh, Bellamy lost a lot of teeth and a lot of blood. <laughs> and everyone's just like, oh shit, he's for real. So Luffy gets the gold and like, hey, where are you going anyway? He's like, the sky. The sky. Like, what with such confidence? He's like, where, where do you think you're going? He's like, where? The sky. Except, I mean, he just looks really like like the sky. Like, if it's just an obvious thing. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> where where have we been talking about going, you, you dumbasses? We've <laughs> said we're going to the sky. We're going to the sky. We then cut to foreshadow city for for two goddamn chapters no 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 we have buggy first we are not skipping buggy no I, that i'm that's the start of foreshadow city Th- those are two separate locations but this is a foreshadow island no i for no foreshadow no not the not the one not the city we're looking at. i'm talking about foreshadow city as in this this sequence is this whole sequence is foreshadow city oh God, I thought I thought you meant the other foreshadow city. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll look at a city in which there is foreshadowing. But this we're in foreshadow city, baby. Uh, we cut to the previous afternoon somewhere on the Grand Line. Buggy and his crew are digging unsuccessfully for buried treasure in a cave, talking about taking revenge on straw hats and that they've seen the new posters. Ace shows up. He's like, yeah, I know where the straw hats are. And we get this and they're like, well, we're not going to beat up one of we're not going to fight one of Whitebeard's pirates because that's suicide. We get this lore drop that Whitebeard was the only one who fought Gold Roger and lived back in the day. And Buggy's like, yeah, he's even met Whitebeard. We're not we're not going to fuck with this guy. Yep, don't fuck with Whitebeard. And Ace is just like all too willing to like guide them to Luffy. Yeah. And uh, I want to point out because I don't think you caught it. um, Alvita says uh at, like comments that like you seem to know a lot about him and buggy's just like naturally like what yeah what's that like he has like a grimace on his face like it's all shadow and dark like he like turns like cold shouldered her alvita also alvita and buggy also have this like weird relationship thing going on it's they have, a, they have a fun dynamic and i like it i also like that we still have like momoji and and all the others well while ace is partying with them while they scheme he tries to make Lionel Richie jump through a hoop of fire. Yeah, it's like, go on, Richie. Ha ha. It's all right. It's so good. So we got the return of Lionel Richie, who also was like picking his nose like in an earlier panel. Like Richie, Richie's just fun. He's our our, our podcast mascot. <laughs> Richie is our mascot. We adopt Richie. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just glad he's still relevant. We then we then cut to actual city of foreshadowing. The sacred land of Mary Joa. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mary which, of Mary Joanna. 
We we see the five elders of the world government. So that's a thing. Yep. Uh, because we won't get that trans uh the name until way later because it it is revealed here, but the translation uh on Viz is not what it is. But they are called the Garose. That is their title. They are the Garose. Is it because they're gross? Because they're all old. Yeah, they're all old and modeled after uh particular individuals. I'm sure you can make certain connections just right off the bat. One guy's like the Dalai Lama or something. Yeah, that's one. Others oh, like yeah. uh, Gorbachev. <laughs> um, it's it's not subtle <laughs> on certain yeah, things. Well, but like, they they look like they look like old they look like old like politician dudes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they're they name drop they they importantly they name drop red haired Shanks. Mm-hmm. He's apparently on the move. And a conflict between him and Whitebeard would be a catastrophe. Yeah. So we need to find a replacement for Crocodile. And they've summoned the warlords for a council. Yep. And like the one thing I love is that they're like, we can't allow Shanks and Whitebeard to meet. It'll be we can't do it. Can't allow it. Nope. Not allowed. And then then we get I can't. My favorite character. My one of my favorites. I'm so excited. Well, importantly, one of the they actually have Luffy's poster. Mm-hmm. Like, what a nuisance of Crocodile getting beaten by this Bunky D. Luffy. Uh, and we have two of the warlords show up. Uh, we have Bartholomew Akuma, who was worth 296 million berries before he became warlord, just to kind of put it in perspective with Luffy's hundred. Um, and Don Flamingo. Who, yeah, I, I fucking heard it. Donkey Hote Doflamingo. I love him. Yep. I love Doflamingo. I love Dofi. I love her boy. Yeah. He's so, look at him. He's just dripping out. I didn't realize we would see him this early because obviously I'm I'm aware. I, I I had friends who were super into the Dressrosa arc and all that. Which is several hundred chapters away. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, wow, we're we're seeing this guy like this early and I know how long it takes for him and Luffy to fight. So that's just crazy to me <laughs> that that's that that's how long this goes. <laughs> it's like I 100 percent until like rereading these, like the fact that <laughs> Joe Flamingo shows up in Bartholomew Cuma and the Kurose. And like just name dropping so much stuff. And we get Sengoku, who uh, is the admiral of the whole Navy. Yeah. Seng- oh, Sengoku Buddha. Yeah. And Don Flamingo was 340 million berries before he became warlord. And their goat. Yeah. Uh, is the goat also an admiral? Because he talks. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Does the goat talk? The the goat just says bah. But uh, the goat is on a very important volume chapter way later on. Like, just the goat in the middle of Luffy and Blackbeard, like, in between them in, like, the cover chapter. Or not the the volume cover for the actual physical volumes. So this goat, we, like, nobody knows, like, what the deal with this goat is, but this goat's important. Like, it doesn't have a nameplate on it. Nope, um, it's just it's just goat. We don't know their name. I think they get a name later. I don't remember. Maybe. But the first time uh, Buddha Sengoku shows up when he's like, stop your antics because uh, Doflamingo and, Barth- and Bartholomew, you are doing shit, which I'll I'll go back for to a second for that. But yes. since we already skipped ahead to the goat, <laughs> the, the Aisha at least greet you welcome uh, dialogue looks like it's coming from the goat. It does. And I could not for the life of me tell whether 
the because the nameplate is also between them. If that if which one it was supposed to refer to. Yes. And if the goat was was the admiral. The the answer is yes. But um, I also want to point out that on top of uh, Sengoku's head is is a seagull. Is he just a Disney princess? Is that really yeah. what this is? Yeah. Like instead okay. of like long princess hair, got long braided princess beard. Because this band's beard is immaculate. Oh, it's it is it is long and braided and great. But like he walks in on Sengoku. On, I don't know, so what does Sengoku walk in on Dofi doing? What's he doing to yeah, people? Yeah, he, he walks in on Dofi um, making some guards like hit each other. And the vice admiral, who's this old woman's uh, Surui, Suru, uh, Suru, tells basically tells Doflamingo, "Is this you're doing? Knock it off!" And Doflamingo's hands are in this like marionette pose. I'm pretty sure he's got like a thread based um, devil fruit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Stay I'm pretty tuned. sure. <laughs> but I'm just cr- I'm just surprised that this early something like that is teased. Considering how long it is until we actually get him fighting Luffy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just... It's amazing. I, I, now you're seeing I it. I have no idea how we... I, I know where we are in, like, 600 chapters, and I know where we are now, and I'm I'm confused as fuck as how we get there. So, yep. time to it's, see this ride. <laughs> uh, you gotta start speedrunning One Piece. Get you current. That's what the show's about. <laughs> but let's, let's sit at the table, and who else walks in, Matt? Yeah, who else walks in? Fucking Mihawk. Like Mihawk. 200 chapters late, 150 chapters later, Mihawk shows back up. Our boy. He's only here because he's curious about the pirates we're discussing. And then some weirdo with a cane shows up who's also an interested by Sander. He's recognized as Lafitte, a West Blue sheriff who was so brutal he was banished. But uh, mm-hmm. enough about him. He's come to recommend someone to replace Crocodile as Warlord. Cut to the Grand Line. A newbie to Shanks' crew, who's worth 94 million. So again, a newbie on Shanks' crew is 94 mil. Power level. Uh, he's delivering a letter to Whitebeard. Whitebeard throws away the letter, already guessing it's about Ace and Blackbeard. But it's so important, come tell me himself and bring some good booze. And we get this full page, full two-page spread of Whitebeard finally showing Whitebeard. And he's hooked up to a bunch of IVs. Look how huge he is he's he's this massive dude on this massive throne he's got a bunch of ivs hooked up and what's basically like a harem of nurses in cheetah print boots and his title is strongest man in the world the strongest man edward newgate aka white beard he doesn't even have a beard he just has a cool mustache his mustache is so big, it's a beard on any other man. Yeah, it's it's just it looks, it's just like a boomerang of a mustache. It's so good. It's so f- funny. And now we cut to a winter island where um, in a cave, uh, uh, all like partying around a fire, we see Shanks's crew for the first time since chapter one, 233 chapters. We see Shanks again. Yep, and he's preparing to set sail to Whitebeard's base with some good boots. And I like like everybody in One Piece typically like is dripped out in some way. Maybe not like in something I would personally wear or that anybody should probably wear, but it fits. It fits the world. And I'm like, you know, peak fashion. 
I, I'd wear I'd wear those palm those like tree those like palm tree pants. Oh no, to the absolutely! Beach. I have shorts that are very similar, and, and like the low cut the low cut V vest, yeah, and the cloak, yeah. Let's let's bring back that for fashion. But anyway, we we cut back to Lafitte, and he is recommending a man named Teach, which immediately I know who he's talking about, captain of our pirate gang, and the the world government's like we haven't heard him. He's like, oh, we have a plan to make you remember the Blackbeard pirates. So. Fun, fa- fun real world fact here. I don't know if you know this. Mm-hmm. Edward Teach is the name of the real life Blackbeard. Yes. Okay. So we we cut to Jaya and we see Blackbeard walking up to Bellamy's pirates. Push them out of the way. I got a hundred Milberry head to smash. And we end on a full page of Blackbeard and his crew. And lo and behold, it's all the weirdos from our first like visit to Jaya. Yes. Um, and oh man i can't i can't express to you like because we get so little here and we get so much in the in the most recent chapter let's get you hyped uh but our our good boy champ supersonic of of the most recent chapter of one piece like of one piece like current yeah yeah like current one feet like literally recent (laughs) chapter like that, like you know, like a thousand chapters from now. <laughs> yes, yes, we literally see them again after a thousand chapters. My God, what <laughs> uh, piece is so long? It is it though. Like it doesn't feel that long. We're thirty-two episodes. Does this feel long? I, I don't want to answer that. <laughs> uh, so actually, so this is the end of the reading. The reading ends on the full page spread of them, uh, show it revealing that that's. Blackbeard's doing crew. their own cool walk. Yeah, doing their own cool walk. And so I think we now know who all of Blackbeard's pirates are, because I think on like Drum Island or whatever, we saw that there's only like five pirates in his crew. But I, I have to say, like, first first part of this arc, mm-hmm. I wasn't really feeling it. Um, it just felt kind of boring. Like, I think yeah. that if I'd gotten this far week to week, especially coming down from Alabasta, this probably would have been one of those things where I'd have if, if this if this has been coming out week to week, I'd have dropped off somewhere and just waited for things to get hype later to maybe to maybe to, come to back push to you. It. And I'm glad we get past the Bellamy fight because it's especially good that it's like the chapter where we're wrapping up the aftermath of Bellamy. We go straight into cool foreshadowing because that kind of keeps you going and keeps you hype. Yeah, we get we get so much. We get so much. Yeah, it's like, okay. Now it's like things are moving. The world is moving. Like things are happening. So I'm ready for them to to go to Sky Island and come back to like a different world. Dude, I'm I'm ready. Um and also whatever in the world's happening with Blackbeard. Because are we going to fight Blackbeard? Like, can can we fight Blackbeard? We know that there's something going on with Blackbeard and Ace. Um, as well, yes, like, Ace is hunting I was. Them. I was going to point that out if you didn't. Um, yeah. Like, I'm curious, what's that about? What's up with Blackbeard and Ace? What, like, Ace was just with Buggy and friends, but he was with them a day ago. Yeah, and Blackbeard's on Jaya, like currently. So, what's like, up? Is Ace is Ace gonna show up? Is Buggy's crew gonna show up? Is that all going to be another clusterfuck like the end of uh, Logetown? Who knows? Um, but we're, we're going to be jumping in the Sky Island time very soon. Like very literally a handful of chapters. Not even. 
like but next I'm, reading kind of or that's yeah. that's interesting so i was like i i i know we can't fight blackbeard right now we can't fight blackbeard that like but also like what are we going to do about that then um I'm, like what's going to be the end result I dude, I'm so hyped because like, obviously, this is setting up for like Luffy and Blackbeard are going to fight at some point. Right. Like. But like, clearly, Blackbeard's a big character. They get dropped in Drum Island. Right. Like they over they like kicked out a king from his own nation out of just like, ha, we're just passing by. Give fuck out is being recommended for like being a warlord yet nobody is like like they're like who the fuck is this blackbeard guy? like who gives a fuck he likes these shitty pies like whatever like nobody knows who this guy is well it's like it's like he's trying to make a name for himself yeah like he's still in the making a name phase no that's the, so the phrasing is it's time to start start that means they were not, they could have and you will find out that they definitely could have done it much sooner. Oh, they could have, but they 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 were waiting for the perfect opportunity. Like, for example, there being an opening on the Warlords. Yeah, and that's being someone who who thinks the pies are gross. And obviously, that's a slight on their honor. <laughs> so they're like, oh, this kid has a hundred. Well, fuck, we got to top that shit because we're clearly better. We got the pies. They're made of exploding apples, probably. Um, but I'm so excited because we get we do get to see all five uh, of Blackbeard's crew or all five members of the Blackbeard Pirates. Blackbeard, Don Quixote or Don Q. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or Doc Q. Uh, Doc Q. Champ Don and Quixote Supersonic. Is, is Flamingo. Yeah. yeah. And then Supersonic and the horse. Is the horse a separate member? Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Just wait. Wait for their return in a thousand chapters. It's beautiful wonderful one two okay yeah i guess if you count the horse there's blackbeard plus five uh if you count blackbeard it's four humans it's five humans with lafitte so i i don't know if it's supposed to be a how we're supposed to count a crew of five but it's also interesting that everyone has a a, a designation kind of almost similar to luffy's pirates where you have doc q is doctor uh, we have uh supersonic as the sharpshooter, you know, kind of like a job like Usopp has. Mm-hmm. We have the helmsman, which is we don't have one. I mean, Usopp's fully double duty. We don't really have one right now. Like Usopp and Zolo are kind of fully double duty on that. Yeah. If I had to count count someone as a helmsman right now, I'd say it's like Zolo or something. Even though I know Usopp's staring the ship. Yeah, Usopp's um, doing all the repairs. And I guess Lafitte's like either navigator or whatever Robin's role is. Maybe. Or maybe Blackbeard. Um, well, no, he's captain. Yeah. Captain can still navigate. They yeah, lead the cap- way. Just our captain delegates. Luffy just delegates our, all the work. Luffy delegate. Luffy better at delegating. Except when it comes to punching people. Yeah, no, he has to take ex- uh, executive uh, privilege there. Executive action. <laughs> executive action. Gum pistol. Let's go. Um, I'm I'm very excited for like the future for you. And uh, this well, it's series. interesting because everyone tells me this is the arc that is like if Arlong Park gets you in, this is the the stepping off point. This is where people tend to fall off oh no it's not and where J- jaya is not where people fall off it's after it's jaya got, you know, yeah well i was already <laughs> like i was not really feeling jaya until we kind of got to the end of it and even still i'm not like super satisfied with it 
yeah because all we're doing is getting a lot of repeats right because bellamy is essentially just Discount pretty much crocodile. every villain prior yeah uh we have crocodiles whole like ah dreams suck we have um don krieg's like whole i'm the best uh i'm super good um arrogance and then we have kura's like speed like haha thing right yeah and it is really we're just getting a demonstration of like how much luffy has grown in terms of like not even just strength just in terms of just fighting skill because i don't think luffy has really trained to get stronger they they're just now like ah now let's let's fucking in this let's go because like remember he whenever we first saw him fight kuro he had a bit of trouble in the beginning solves it boom uh don creek same thing big uh, trouble at the beginning wins the fight learns so on so forth with everybody else and then you know bellamy is just the combination of all pff, one punch let's go let's head on to mob psycho one punch <laughs> yeah which i mean in, in one sense it could be considered anticlimactic that the bellamy fight ends with just a single punch but it's also bellamy is only like what like 30 or 40 million uh, yeah. Whereas Luffy's a hundred, he should, by power levels, just smack him the fuck down. Yeah, and he like does. This is, <laughs> bounties are now our power levels, uh, yeah. while also subverting it because say? Blackbeard doesn't technically have a power level shown. But we see him like literally smash uh, one of Bellamy's like uh, crewmates, probably either a second or like one of his top crew, right? Because they it's have a, a second design, command. just smashing him yeah. into the ground, even worse than what Luffy did to Bellamy, because like the wood splinters and literally boards break up. Well, remember, the androids didn't have power levels either. <laughs> that's true. And they were stronger than Frieza. And that's we're going off on a tangent there. But yeah, it's it's more Welcome like to our DBZ the, podcast. No, that that's a different podcast. <laughs> uh, the. We're we're ending here with what feels like a, with a lot more hype than I had at any point last episode or for most of this arc. It really wasn't until we go off and run after Bellamy that I started to feel the hype building. And now it's like, OK, we're we've got some hype going like it's it's hard to stop here. I'm glad we're recording because now I can move on after this because. There is that hype there now to keep going. Yeah, and I'm going to I'm doing my best with Skypea to give you the the good bits and stopping you at points that will hopefully keep you hyped. Because granted, I think Skypea is actually a really good arc because every time I, I've mentioned this many times before in other episodes, uh, the Skypea anime really made me hate Skypea. <laughs> but rereading it, it's like, oh, no, this is actually not does not take forever nor is it actually bad it's actually quite good <laughs> yeah let's, i know a lot of people who they say what they don't like is skypea so it's interesting that like i i hear almost no opinions ever about jaya i i really didn't think we'd even be there this long it's such a blip in the grand scheme of one piece that it's but it's longer than syrup village yeah but like what happens in this whole arc <laughs> <laughs> more than happened in Sir village fair <laughs> well like this this was orange town length yeah th this is just uh yeah and was orange this, town this that memorable i mean granted it was the arc that we, made gave uh, us nami trust luffy by seeing what she did uh what what luffy did with the dog you know helping it out 
But, but you know, besides that, or Zolo too much. and like Zolo actually doing things. Like so our first time we saw Zolo fight. Like oh, yeah. there wasn't just so like a single hit. Uh, fought while like yeah. after getting stabbed by Buggy. Yeah, Zolo, Zolo fought while very low on blood. Well, welcome uh, to episode two of our podcast. Yeah, welcome to episode. Is it is it like episode three or something? Orange three Village or episode three. Oh yeah, that would be in like episode three or four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Either way, it's uh better than syrup village and it's just weird because i never hear anyone talk about jaya but i definitely hear bad opinions about skypea yeah so everyone ha- does have bad opinions about skypea you're right <laughs> I, I, I just don't know am i supposed to still have this hype or not no yes absolutely like i'm trying to let you know like the reason i don't like skypea is strictly because of the pacing of the anime uh and that's uh just the thing i have to always kind of be like oh wait i don't actually hate skypea because <laughs> at this point saying i hate skypea is a habit and i think it, for most people it is at this point especially those who are only uh anime only but now be hype skypea is really good it just doesn't it doesn't feel being confidence but i'm still man dude i'm worried about uh mary the the mary the, go or yeah, the, the mary ship go. Man. mary the ship the part part of the crew luffy luffy said in the beginning of this reading while patching oh. him up that they're part of the crew that they'll be fine and they're talking about the worry of of the ship getting broken going up the stream right that because we saw a giant bro get destroyed by I, it. I trust that the monkey pirates who salvage will be good at repairs because plot because plot that's that's how i feel is is we should trust in plot armor because <laughs> they yeah, because they're not dead. They have flood armor. Yeah, because we have the going Mary for a thousand chapters going Mary. Go Mary. Six, six seasons in a movie. Hundred years, a thousand years. Thousand Rick chapter, yeah, hundred years. Go and Mary. <laughs> hundred years. Go Mary. Hundred years. One piece. All right. Well, speaking of having <laughs> to work through a thousand chapters, what is our next assignment? Our next assignment is uh, thankfully a short read. Only a handful of chapters. Uh, Two thirty five to 244 so 235 to 244 all right there we go well then let's uh merrily go they already used that one shit Uh, 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 set sail thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of one piece if you like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are be sure to follow us on twitter at sailing all blue and we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas. <laughs>